I could remember the worst ever dirty joke I ever listened to. I quit telling them a few years ago, but I still remember. But I cannot remember the words to songs. Hello and welcome to We Made You a Song, the podcast by The Steel Wheels and producing partner WMRA in Harrisonburg, Virginia. My name is Trent Wagler. I am your host. I play in the band, The Steel Wheels. And this podcast takes a deep dive into the song-making process, particularly during the time of COVID-19. And every one of the episodes goes into a specific song that was taken from a specific story from a real human being. The album, Everyone a Song, Volume 2, was just officially released November 5th, 2021. You can now find both Everyone a Song Volume 1 and Volume 2 at thesteelwheels.com or anywhere you listen to music. This week, Memories in Mind. I see the memories in my mind. Memories in my mind. Memories in so for this week's song, we get to meet a family in a very special place, Winfield. Kansas. Now, for those of you who don't know where Winfield, Kansas is, it's a small town outside of Wichita, Kansas, that plays host to a very large festival, the Walnut Valley Music Festival. Um, Sometimes locals there just call it Bluegrass. They don't call it the Walnut Valley Bluegrass Festival. They don't call it the Bluegrass Festival. They'll just be saying, um, well, yeah, how long have you gone to Bluegrass? And the other person might say, well, uh, our family's gone to Bluegrass for the last 35 years. Yeah, the first time I went to Bluegrass was, it's like, for them, uh, this festival is such a such a part of the culture that it and Bluegrass are sort of synonymous with one another. It's very fascinating. But uh, this week, the family that we're going to meet lives and is from right there in Winfield, Kansas, the Steel Wheels have played the Walnut Valley Music Festival many years now, and uh, we enjoy calling that a, a home away from home. But for this week's song, uh, we get to meet a local character from Winfield, Richard Clower, or the Horseshoe Man. Um, and this this week's song was commissioned by Richard's four favorite daughters, Lacey, Kelly, Mandy, and Lexi. So uh, I called him up, we had a Zoom call, and I was able to speak with three of the daughters, as well as Richard, um, here last month. So here is Richard Clower. Horseshoeing kind of defined my life for a number of years, and probably too much. I've tried to really work on being less defined that, more defined as a Christian, and a parent, and a husband, and friend, and everything. But uh, like people may not know, if you shoe a horse today, you, you reshoe him in, in about six weeks because... His feet are growing and the angles change and puts more pressure on their tendons and everything. So if I work for somebody today, I work for them again six weeks from now. I've got customers that I started shooting for in 1971. And, I, you know, so still working with them. And so you really get to maybe talk to them as much as you do your own family. And they kind of become family. And that was really kind of defined me. Yeah, I was known as Horseshoe, you know, Clara Power, the Horseshoe Man. <laughs> we were all super blessed to have such a great dad and um, someone that we looked up to, have always, we've never wanted to disappoint. We've always just wanted to have him be proud of us. And um, 
I don't know. I'm sure the other sisters have a lot to say too, but we just, we just wanted him to know just how dang happy we are that you're our daddy. Yeah. I think the passion that someone has for what they do and just seeing that my dad took so much pride in what he did, he always wanted to do the best for his customers and take the best care of the horses and also watching the relationships that he built with his customers over the years and the friendships that he built it's you don't see that with a lot of people that a lot of people just go to work day in and day out and you know they're kind of kicking and screaming all the way there and all the way back (laughs) and it was just awesome to be able to be raised by someone that enjoyed what he does and cares about it and it helped me know that I wanted to do something that had meaning and I got that from from my dad and I and he doesn't know a stranger you always know when he's coming he's either humming or singing a song I mean it's just that he's always happy and I feel like you know that was growing up you know we always knew you know happy times um, he's always there for us no matter what you know yeah so yeah we're very blessed I never knew the words I just had to hum (laughs) yeah exactly yeah as the years go on I've shooting different kinds of horses and didn't realize how much it was affecting me I don't think it was kind of getting to me I'm 74 and still shooting horses five six days a week was a little too much but I didn't know it until I got COVID I got COVID uh, almost 12 months ago, 11 and a half months, 1st of September last year. And when I was affected by that so much, I just showed, sold all my tools and I haven't shot a horse since uh, a year ago. I got to like say when he was not doing well there for a while and we didn't hear him singing and we didn't hear him humming, like it just did not feel like him. And it's such a, it's so important and refreshing now that he is just like happy and we hear those beautiful sounds from him again and well god gave me a really nice voice <laughs> but he didn't give me very much rhythm i can't even when i sing the lord's prayer in church i have, i have to use the music i mean i just i have like a learning disability when it comes to now, don't get me wrong i could remember the worst ever dirty joke i ever listened to i quit telling him a few years ago but i still remember but i cannot remember the words to songs so and our grandpa, his dad, hummed and sang and, yeah. I mean, whistled. You always knew he was around, too, because we've always had a big... Music's always been a big part of part of our family, so... Yeah, Mandy sings, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I sing, too. We all sing, too. <laughs> Except for me. <laughs> Kelly sings I do so low, so low, no one can hear her. So. We I her, just mouth the words. We put her in the back. <laughs> One of the running jokes you'll find in the lyrics of Memories in Mind is that idea of having a favorite daughter. Evidently, growing up, all of these sisters at some point would be pulled aside by Richard, by their dad, and he would say, listen, don't tell any of your sisters that I told you this, but you are my favorite daughter. So, of course, uh, I had the opportunity to talk to them and... I asked Richard to settle it once and for all. Who is the favorite daughter? Depends which one's with me at the time. <laughs> Am I still your favorite? 
So as is our custom here at We Made You a Song, I always like to sit down with some of my bandmates and talk about the production of the particular song. So this week I am speaking with Kevin Garcia, our drummer, percussionist, as well as Jay Lapp, our mandolin and guitar player. So here are Kevin and Jay. This was one of those songs where I got such like different takes on where people thought the song was going. Like I, I almost thought that we were about to careen off the mountain at, at a couple points. At first I didn't quite know where to go. Um, just because there was so much there already with um, that acoustic guitar really leading that staccato kind of, you know, rock and roll charge there. So I plugged in electric guitar and kind of fooled around a little bit, was recording the electric and trying to get the tones right and working with my amp to kind of, you know, create that rock and roll sound to get that tone. I struggled at first because it really, you know, I needed to be in in pretty close lockstep with some of those chunky chords in order for it to not sound chaotic. Then I was like, oh, I'm going to try like an electric guitar solo. But pretty immediately I said, no, that's going to just like, that's going to be too much. That is not going to sound like, um, it, it, it I'm just going to say it, it just sounded cheesy to me. And I, I so I, I backpedaled on that really quick. But that's where I brought in the mandolin. If Jay had never recorded any parts for this song, I don't know as though I would have put as strong uh, of a stadium, you know, drum treatment as I did on this song. Just because his electric guitars kind of formed this weird... Um, dichotomy that in a way I really appreciated and was like, you know what? I'm super down for this. He gave me this very traditional mandolin part and then he gave me these like Marshall stack electric guitars straight out of like Metallica. (laughs) I was like, okay, so we've got the mountains and Metallica. How do we, you know, kind of bring this together in a way that's really gonna, you know, gel. That was great. To me, it felt like it worked. I mean, you know, it's a little bit of a push and pull with the acoustic and the electric world. But in the end, I felt like it worked to be able to toss a mandolin solo in there and uh, felt like it lived there pretty well. But that song was a little bit more challenging in how to to really make the electric guitar and the mandolin work with everything else that was going on. I, I had the, I got the biggest kick. I, I, I even texted Jay and, and I was just like, man, you know, I, I'm bringing up your mandolin solo right now as if it's like an electric guitar part screaming over the top of everything. And, you know, it was just such an interesting way in which the instruments were used uh, on this song. It was almost like, you know, opposite day. It's like instead of having like a, you know, an, a, a big old, you know, guitar hero electric guitar part over the top of it. Instead, you've got like metal guitars going on underneath a mandolin rocking on top of these electric guitars. It was just so, so much fun to try to like really 
uh, sculpt this song in a way that made sense, but also, um, you know, kind of drew attention to the fact that we are breaking a lot of rules here. It's really hard to pinpoint, like, the 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 different like the rubric under which you make your decisions musically because there are certainly things that we're like no guys let's not do that <laughs> you know there's definitely yeah. things that we find out of bounds and yet you know i don't know i mean i guess it's just that's that's the way everybody's aesthetic is it's just some things work some things don't and but we're not necessarily following the rules, so to speak. It's true. Yeah, I, I always I, I kind of think of the way that um, we do things as almost like, you know, we've got like a painter's palette where we have um, various things that we are are kind of like happy to mix in there within this like painter's palette that we've already set up. And there are other colors and elements and things that we're like, you know what, we're just not going to go there. If I'm playing huge, chunky guitar chords and really rocking you know, on top of your already chunky acoustic part. To me, it just kind of felt like really going towards the classic rock sound rather than keeping sort of our acoustic identity in there um, and and, and being able to, like, have that foothold in the Steel Wheels world, um, however broad it has already gotten. Which, which I love. I, I, you know, I feel like playing so much mandolin in the past and then, um, playing a lot more electric guitar has been a lot of fun for me. It's been a journey to kind of figure out how to bring that into the band. Um, sometimes figuring out how to play the electric guitar again. I did a lot in the past, um, in other bands or just, you know, when I was growing up and, but then to bring it into this group that was already, you know, doing a very much acoustic stage sound, um, it's really been a process and I don't want to overdo it. You know, I like having some of the sonic layers and things like that. And I love bringing some of that rock and roll, um, but also trying to make choices and decisions so that it's playing in harmony with the acoustic instruments. There's still miles we have to travel to see where we can push ourselves both sonically and thematically. Um, and this project has been one of those ways that at least in the last couple of years we've been able to. I agree. Yeah. I mean, we, we were able to kind of use this time to explore um, some different angles and different, you know, ways in which we can be creative. You know, I mean, I, I don't know as though if we would have been in a studio trying to record Memories in Mind, if uh, if Jay would have been like, you know what, I feel like I'm going to turn that half stack on over there and get this flying V and just do some, you know, do some shred face for a little while. Um, we probably would have been like, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know, I mean, maybe, maybe, you know, you never know. But like, um, yeah, yeah. just, but given the fact that like, it was almost like we just, you know, handed off the torch to the next person as, as we made these songs in isolation, uh, that was the gift was that it, we we are left to our own devices and how we feel like we want to try to bring each color or what we're hearing to the song and and let it be um exploratory you know and then um i had a, a the great uh you know gift of sitting in front of the music being like whoa what is going on here <laughs> how is this going to work <laughs> and then you know just and we've been ve- We've been very lucky that you see that as a gift. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, Because, yeah, sometimes it is like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) What am I going to do? What am I going to do with all of this? (laughs) What? 
So once we finished the song, we handed it back to Richard and his family. So like Dad was saying as well, uh, he had COVID in September of last year. Although we didn't know it was COVID then. He didn't have the symptoms and long story, they wouldn't test him, but that's what it was. So we would were already concerned about his health. Um, but by December, um, when we got the song to give to him for Christmas, <laughs> sorry, um, it was a really, really hard time for him. I probably, I mean, you, probably the worst time of his entire life, I would imagine. Um, just completely not the same person. Um, and I think giving him that song, he's never said this, but, and I could be, he can tell me I'm a, I'm a liar, but, um, (laughs) I felt like, you know, giving him that maybe when he was by himself or feeling so down that he could hear that song and at least have a moment to maybe like, just remember how loved he is and just have that for him is that was our hope. And I don't know, like I said, he could call me a liar and say I'm totally off, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're right on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he would tell you if you were a liar. Well, that's true. That's true. He's <laughs> very honest. <laughs> it just made me cry. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I think that's a testament to how on the mark y'all were. You know, as far oh, as getting getting the message that we were trying to convey and. Um, like, like Lacey said too, when we gave it to dad, it was still, um, you know, in the midst of COVID and he was still struggling and it just, it was such a blessing, even though we had heard the song before we gave it to dad, just to be able to be with him when he heard it for the first time and share that experience. That was awesome because all four of us girls were here and that doesn't happen a lot nowadays, so it just, yeah, everything about it was awesome. Back in 1955, my dad sang a solo at church, and that impressed me, and it was Precious Memories, the song Precious Memories. And I have sang that a number of times, and now we've got the, the newer version. <laughs> <laughs> so it's great. Yeah. 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 So awesome. we're probably singing this at funerals from now. <laughs> also another you were asking like other things that we were happy to hear put in the song and um you get to go to work so that that was a big it was that and you get to go to church it was not you have to it is something that is we when you're a child you hear that and you're like whatever like roll your eyes but as an adult and when you're raising your own children we're so fortunate to be able to do that. We are not persecuted um, to do what we want to do and believe how we want to believe and go go to work when we can do so. Um, so little things like that that he said that we listened to as a child but really did not like get. And I praise Jesus every day since I got better and I prayed to him a lot when I was sick too. I mean, I was I prayed for him to take my life. I was that down and out so it's been a remarkable recovery and i love every minute of it appreciate you guys here is the complete song memories in mind 
thank Lacey, Kelly, Mandy, and Lexi for offering up their stories and their tribute to their father, Richard Clower. I want to thank Clower Power, Richard, um, for being a part of the podcast and sharing his stories and his voice with us. Also, a big thank you to Jay and Kevin from the band, as well as always Matt Bingay at WMRA for helping to edit the podcast. Our sponsor is Old Hill Cider at Showalter's Orchard in Timberville, Virginia. Whether you're looking for a weekend stay out at a beautiful orchard, or you're just looking to stop by, enjoy some nature, and pick up the fruits of that nature, either in a glass or in a basket, showaltersorchard.com has all the goods for you, and specifically Old Hill Cider. 
the hard cider of Timberville, Virginia, and the Shenandoah Valley. Go and pay them a visit. You'll be glad you did. Well, that's it for this week. If you haven't already subscribed to We Made You a Song, uh, do so. And maybe write a little review, tell some friends about it. We love to get the word out about these stories and songs, and we'll be back next week with yet another song and the story behind it. In the next week, get out there and find something creative to do. Maybe it's making your own music. Maybe it's a scarf. Maybe it's a meal. Whatever it is, take a cue from Richard Clower and find the joy in the work. And we'll get together next week. We can all show off what it is we made. You know the Steel Wheels will be here because we made you a song. <laughs>